0: hello guys so welcome to another podcast it's your boy aziz so i want to be talking about something different today um i want to be talking about my story and how i started making money because i feel um sharing this out to the general public Will um help someone else? I don't know how if it's going to help the person, but I just feel it's going to help someone somewhere. So I don't usually plan my podcast so it might be kind of disorganized and all over the place. but I hope you get the message I'm trying to pass through so now, to the point. My story isn't anything special. I grew up in the slum parts of Abuja, and when I mean slum parts, I mean the less developed areas of Abuja. We grew up. I grew up there with my sister, so it was more of like a Jepako kind of thing at the beginning. So. My whole childhood, and I spent my whole childhood in Abuja. So, born in the slum parts of Abuja. So, it kind of molded me in a kind of way that have actually helped me um, currently. So, um, before I got admission into the university... I I have always been thinking of how to make money because um, when I was at home, I was very fond of the how I usually get money before I got into campus was that let's say something spoils in the generator, and then I tell my dad, okay, this particular thing is ten thousand naira, but the actual price actually let's say eight thousand, so that extra two key it's what i usually make so i kept on doing this on a regular so it goes to a point that my dad eventually became broke <laughs> i don't know not because of what i was doing but normally families do get broke he got broke then i i that wasn't working anymore for me because i was actually feeling bad that oh you know your dad doesn't have money why should you be doing this so i had to stop doing that and i have to start thinking of other ways to make money so i've always banked on then i've always banked on the education system to do everything for me so i went online i google searched scholarship opportunities I don't know. It landed me into different websites before I was able to get a particular website. I think it was MasterCard Foundation Scholarship, if I can remember clearly. So I took the application. The entire goal was that, okay, if I know I want to be very rich, I have to leave this country. That was my um opinion about life at the moment. Okay, if I want to make money, I have to leave this country first. I have to study a very good course. And I have to graduate with at least first class. That was the mindset my parents impacted on me. And that was what I was going to follow at that moment. So I don't know, cutting story long, cutting the story short, I eventually wrote the exams for the scholarship and actually got a 100% scholarship to Michigan State University. It was a full-ride scholarship. It was worth over eighty five thousand dollars at that moment, but what happened was that I was supposed to take a I was supposed to take a visa interview. I had already gotten the scholarship. I was supposed to take a visa interview because scholarship without visa is still nothing. So I filled the visa interview because they asked me a particular question that would I be coming back to Niger- like will I come back to Nigeria after i graduate and i was trying to be honest with the lady i told the lady i wasn't going to come back Um, that's when my interview ended so because the primary reason for um for awarding the scholarship was that you have to come back and give back to the society so when i said that i totally messed up i don't know why i did that i was just trying to be honest because within me i knew i was not going to come back if i leave this country i leave it for good so that's how i lost that opportunity and i found myself looking for um an alternative so i went on google i just google searched the best university in nigeria and as at that time obafemi Awolowo university popped up so i was like oh yeah yeah okay I can't go to U.S., at least let me go to the best university in my country. So I applied to OU and I got admission. So when I got admission into OU during my 100th level, it was so difficult because when I got into the campus environment, I I discovered what oppression felt like. I saw things like I never imagined me i was never a materialistic person till i got on camp i started seeing how people lived people much more better than i better than I, I am People much more i wasn't even rich i wouldn't consider myself rich at that moment because i was as broke as a fuck i was still relying on daddy and mommy uncle and auntie's sister i was relying on so many people to actually eat at that particular moment so I I knew I wanted that kind of lifestyle. I knew I wanted a lifestyle where I can lavish money. I knew I wanted that lifestyle, but at as at that moment it wasn't realistic to me. So I I I I asked myself well, what what am I going to what am I going to do? So the first thing I actually started off with was sports betting. <laughs> yeah bet ninja i started off with bet ninja okay because why did i start off with bet ninja because i felt bet ninja i could stick a low amount of money then just like that i can if with luck i can win so much so that was my mentality okay keep on sticking 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 one day you win Oh on. that one day never came but there was a day I won, I think I staked um 2,000 Naira, then I won 200,000 Naira with it. <laughs> yeah, that was my first, that was the first time I made over 100,000 Naira through sports betting. So, as I did, I lavished the money though. I, not that I lavished it, I spent the money on myself. I don't know if that's the same thing. Yeah. So that was the first money I made through sports betting, but I knew how much I had lost and how much emotional um, trauma at faced before I won that particular amount of money. So I knew I had to do something different. So I went back to the drawing board. Then I thought about something different. I was like, okay. Um, I was like, okay, okay, okay. Let me, let me, let me, let me go online. So I went online then i stumbled upon something i i discovered a man on naira land he makes money from um salvaging silver from everyday materials basically because he 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 gets materials that contain silver in them then he extracts the silver then he processes it then he sells the silver like that what the man does it basically um does he just recycles stuff so i was very very interested in it because silver at that time was really really till now it's really really valuable so i i i don't know how i did it but i was able to get his email then him started talking via email then he started telling me about how he how he um started the business which i was very very interested in then he was like i should come over to lagos to um for a seminar which i paid which i paid i think i paid seven thousand naira. that was how much i paid so i went to lagos he gave me some lectures and everything which really opened my head so when I was in Lagos, though I never told anybody about this, I went to hospitals looking for materials that contained silver in them so I could extract it. There was this common material which contained good amount of silver. It was the X-ray fumes, used X-ray fumes in um, laboratories. So those people that do X-ray, all those um, labs that do X-ray, I went there, it's this chemical they usually use. The residue, the residue of that chemical contains silver. So I went to two, three, four, five. 3, They didn't know what I wanted to use it for. They were just giving it out to me. So at the end of the day, I was able to gather over 500 grams of silver after processing it. So the man helped me to do it, which was worth over 800,000 era So I made low-key, low-key, 800k. It, no, it was over a kilo it was a lot of silver I can't remember how much silver it was then but it was so much so I was able to make over 800k so when I minused because I had to, the man helped me so I had to give him some cuts by the time I minus all the expenses everything I was left with like 300k as my profit which I decided to save at that moment I saved it I told no one, I told my sister, my mom, no one about it. Nobody knew, and meanwhile, when I did this school was in session, so I basically sacrificed um going to lectures, I basically sacrificed that I sacrificed I missed some tests and assignments just to acquire that knowledge and I think that 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 has that's one thing that has actually kept me going the urge to acquire and know more like i can basically sacrifice anything just to know how something is being done so that was how i made 300k from silver then i knew i couldn't i i then i discovered that silver isn't um uh, i can't keep on um going to labs and keep on collecting this thing. With time they will know what i'm using it for and my cause problems. So it wasn't sustainable for me. So I had to look for something different. Then I started I've always been a tech person, but it was like a low-key low-key kind of stuff. Then I started venturing into tech. Then there was this day my friend I had I have I had three really good friends in part one, Chima and um, Anu. We we're playing game Monday. Then I was like, oh guys, SIBA i want to start a company they were like ah just like that i was like yeah i just want to start i want to to." they were like you are too young to start a company not not like they said it literally but what they were saying at that moment implied that they were like okay okay so i was able to convince three of them to join the company coupled coupled with a friend of mine in abuja to join the company though we did not know what we were doing honestly we just it was just it was just a story of four guys wanting to start a company what does the company do we did not know at that moment then at that point I decided okay, let us go into web and mobile app development at at that time I never knew i wasn't i had like zero knowledge in web development and app. this was four or five years ago this was in um 2017 or 2016 rather so we started though i had i declared myself the ceo at that moment because it was my own idea so the other two guys when i brought them into it i discovered that okay the energy i was bringing to the table was much more greater than what they were bringing to the table then i was like oh i then I say make everybody go down with you make I go my thing solo that's how I started my thing small small but I, I I knew I had to learn coding because if I want to pursue the whole goal was to make money but I knew I had to go through a process, I, I couldn't just jump into making money. I knew I had to go into I knew I knew how to follow the process. I knew it was going to be difficult. I knew that. So I started I started learning coding. I learned coding day and night. I didn't understand what I was doing. But then I I don't know how I just found myself solving and getting out of problems that require coding. So the way i learned in a very awkward manner i know it's awkward because i found myself doing things like i could do stuff i could develop stuff and have no idea about how i did it it's crazy because okay i made something here then someone asks me how did you do it i'm like i don't know that's how it was for me i was able to i was able to do it without necessarily knowing the basics of it so that's how i kept on doing it then I, I i i market i i market myself online not that i market myself i just post my work from there from there i think my dad was the first person I gave me a job my dad is my dad's a teacher so he takes people um online classes so he told me I should just develop a website for him that he can at least be professional at least he can operate at at a professional level so which I did I fucked up the job real bad but then he paid me 15,000 for it (laughs) he just paid me to host it he paid me 15,000 for it which was a lot of money for a person that hasn't started making money so i hosted a site for him the site gave me a lot of issues There were a lot of problems with it which i was fixing individually i sha 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 rough it rough it rough it so cutting story short i eventually developed his site for him which gave after i did that first job my confidence level became high i was like yeah i can do more so i kept on learning learning i followed almost all the coding whatever on youtube i just even if i didn't understand what they were doing i just kept on watching so i I, like the the act the art of continuously watching all these things made me grab it i don't know how it was possible i kept on watching and i was able to grab it and as i kept on making mistakes and most of and the funny thing was that the the errors i was the the problems i was encountering i wasn't seeing the solution online it's as if i was the only person facing this solution them this problem so i decided to go and look for a mentor there was this guy i thought he was good then I discovered later on that what I know, as at that moment was even far greater than what the guy even knew. So I discovered me, I discovered, I ended up um, discovering that I was learning from somebody that I was already better than. So I had to just look for a way. And I discovered, like, oh, this mentorship is not really, really necessary. If I can solve it, five, I cannot solve it, I find someone who can. If I can't see the person I might leave it that was my mentality so I kept on learning when I started doing web development professionally was um twenty 2018 towards the end of 2018 then I got my first major um job from my cousin my cousin's a photographer so he he told me to build a travel blog for him he paid me fifty thousand Naira at that time for it which i did it gave some it gave some issues there were a lot of issues with it but he was my cousin so i were really close so he wasn't really and he knew i was like entering this business so he was not really putting pressure on me but he just kept on inspiring me you know you can you can do it that kind of thing so i eventually got his website up and going and it was it was still giving issues but it was working so he decided to live with it then um after that i had like a year a year break like for an entire year i got no job like i was learning i knew i knew so much at that moment like i accumulated so much that i just need to express this knowledge in terms of projects so i i discovered that almost jobs were not coming in like how can i be learning so much and jobs are not coming in like the whole lessons of me learning all these things because (coughs) i want to have more jobs so I I became depressed, so I went to my cousin's place because his place isn't so far from my house in Abuja. So I told him that Omo guy, look, because he's a photographer, he's always getting clients. So I now asked him, how do you do it? He told me that Omo, there's no particular pattern to all these things. It is just the grace of God and dedication he told me that i should keep on posting my work on social media and i should just keep on praying and whosoever gives me a job no matter how little it is i should execute it with topmost professionalism that was what he told me which i followed i kept on posting, posting 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 then there was this competition that i applied for student innovation challenge was one of the biggest competitions in nigeria at that moment so i applied to the i applied to the comp i applied to the competition then to cut long story short i didn't win i wasn't i was like top 30 sha like let's say number 18 but i didn't win but the winner of that competition his name was david david at that's why i met david david Suddenly, just picked interest in me. I don't know how he messaged me on Instagram, or oh, me of all people. Out of how many people, like, he just picked interest in me. Then, though me and David were, in, were were in two different worlds. David is more of like a an influencer marketer. David is David is a guy that knows people. You understand, but David is not Techie. He doesn't really do tech stuff but he knows tech but it's not like a technical person yeah that's the word so david david and i started talking became we came really really close then david told me i should develop his sites for him or more like i was so happy so when david asked me for the price as at that time i already knew my words because i have I have, um, grown, I've acquired so much knowledge that I know that almost anybody I'm charging, anybody I'm charging, i will charging, i So, David told me to develop his site for him. Two sites, his personal portfolio site and his, um, business, um, site. So, I, I charged him, I charged him 150000 for the two. So, that's where, I, that's when I made my first money, like, <coughs> My first major money. So. That money. The first thing. When I got that money. I changed my wardrobe. (laughs) With the money. I both started buying good clothes. That's why I started buying. I started buying expensive things. At that moment. From that money. I think I was using. An Android phone. I bought an iPhone 6s plus. Was it. I think it was 80 something thousand. I changed my wardrobe with 40k. And I shall def- know I was left with 10k at the end of the day. Then, from David, David was instrumental because after doing that work, David was really impressed. So, David now connected me to people. You understand? He, he didn't connect me instantly. The connection happened like after two years, you should imagine years of me constantly posting david always sees my post sees it so i don't know how it happened Connected me to people connected me to people that's when i now got um some kind of jobs those jobs i collected three hundred thousand different money then at least i was then able to make my first million in a year like I made a like I I don't I know that I had one million cash, but the total combined money I made that year was a million, and all these things wouldn't have been possible if David was not in the picture. Do you understand? So, from David, I met a really there's this really really amazing friend of mine, Tracy. I don't know why she's going to listen to it. Tristy linked me with some people or more. Those people dropped money. D2D, I have not been able to properly proper proper properly thank her. I don't I'm not sure she knows, but she linked me to some people, and those people eventually linked me to other people. I really dropped big money, like huge box for sites. So My story now went from... A situation of me... Depending on my parents... To making roughly... 100k... Per month... If... Things want to be bad... Like what comes to us... I will make 100k... Do you understand? But from there I knew... I had to still do other things... I hope this podcast isn't getting too long... But I just need to pour everything out here... So... After that that was how i started making money from web and app development then i knew this wouldn't be enough to actually get me to where i'm supposed to get to so i decided to become entrepreneurial Get so i started off other businesses there was this business i started off i decided to start selling clothes online so i was able to get a chinese vendor don't ask me how but i was able to get a chinese vendor directly from china then i started a company called Ways. this company did fantastic it did fantastic like the 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 outcome i was generating at least um eighty thousand per week from others people were making do so after that eighty thousand naira, i spent 40k on google and instagram and facebook ads which is which was very very necessary then my market was not Nigerian. i wasn't marketing to nigerians i was marketing to asians and americans and europeans basically so i was making roughly 30k per week but then the problem was that it was it was time demanding like i had to be on my laptop 247 to fulfill people orders which was i'm a lazy person generally which was something i could not keep up with so with time or more, i had to leave it because i kept on getting jobs from my web development niche and i, I couldn't fulfill and it was and i could not keep on collecting people money and i will not send them their orders so i had to crash that that's how the era of Z was ended. Then, then I decided to focus fully on web development. Then I became I became so eager to know more, know more. Then from there, I started learning hacking. I started learning. I started learning bad sheets. You get like I started learning bad shit. I don't know whether if understand what I mean. I started learning bad shit. I was able to do. I was able to. I was able to. I don't know how and where I learned this thing from. I don't know. Actually, I was able to stumble on some vital piece of information. I was able to learn cybersecurity in a bad way. I was able to learn hacking. I was able to learn siphon. I was able to fishing. phishing. Like, I was able to steal people's passwords. So it got to a point that I started hacking people's Facebook accounts. And I was selling it. And at that time it was money i was saying like and I, I can hack like um 20 accounts in a day and i can say the entire 20 at 15, 15 air. so you should know how much money was that so that was that was like passive income for me so till did i hacked the round account and it got me into police trouble so i had to drop that it wasn't something to be proud of so i had to drop that I had to focus on my web development this thing and A major factor, a very, very big factor in me, in my entire journey was about Femia Wollong University. The fact I got to this school, the fact that this school showed me pepe, this school showed me nonsense. Like, it fucked my, the fact that lecturers fucked me up, my academics, it, it opened my mind that, guy, you have to also... You know see this academy is no good one you need, you need hustle. like you need get you need find money. that's how I became addicted to hustling. I'm addicted to hustling I don't I don't prioritize any but apart from my family, I don't prioritize anyone before my hustle. Before I meet you, you already know that. Like I cannot prioritize. I cannot leave my work for anybody's sake. That's how serious it has gotten. So it's, it's. I thank this this school for actually opening. The, not just me. There are a lot of people that. Um, this school actually opened them up to unlimited possibilities, and I'm one of those people. I wanna say I wouldn't say I'm rich. I wouldn't say I'm poor. i'll just say i've gotten to the point that i don't need to ask anybody for money to buy whatever i need that's it you get so i feel most people need to understand the 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 um sacrifice you need to make sacrifices to start making money it doesn't just it is not luck it is not luck it is not 100 percent god's grace it's all on you you need to make those sacrifices you need to you need to do stuff you need to make moves to make this money whether illegal or legally so that's how i was able to now focus on because because of the money coming in i was able to register my business i was able to package it properly i was able to approach organizations because my portfolio had become greater so that's how my story basically became something worth telling about so i didn't i didn't i didn't make this podcast to brag about anything i just made this podcast just to share how my life had gone and how it's going i don't know in case you feel so in case you feel down that life is hitting on you so hard please don't feel like that it's a process you have to make if you want if you want your current state of being to improve you need to make those sacrifices you need to do something different because you can't keep on doing the same thing and expecting different results you just have to take action on yourself right now i always say something school your grades your academics is not going to get you anywhere it's what you do outside that that's going to actually make you wealthy we eventually if you, if you eventually get a job with your certificate it's not going to make you wealthy it's just going to make you comfortable it's going to make you rich it's going to make you because you are you are leaving your house 7 a.m in the morning and I'm coming back 7 p.m in the evening seven days a week 365 days in a year so that's that's not financial freedom that's more of university version 2.0 you get so that's it so watch out for my next podcast peace out